All right, all right. Hey, guys, what's happening? Do you believe in you? Do you believe you can accomplish anything? If you don't and you think to yourself, I wonder how people get there, stick around. All right, all right. So I did it. I uh, jumped out off that ledge. I stepped up to the edge of that cliff, and I dove head first into it. You know what I'm talking about? I am officially a used car salesman. What? People over there, they're like, I imagine I can just hear it, right? Sitting over, sitting the morning when you listen to this podcast or you start seeing me do posts on social media about the uh, about the cars I have for sale and how you got to come on down to Carville's Automart, right? I can imagine the conversation from some people who don't actually understand the motivation behind it is what, well, you know, I told you, I told you, Chris and Sandy, they're friggin' swimming in debt. They're not living in that RV because they want to. They're living in that RV because they have to. <laughs> Why in the heck would I decide after being retired for, I mean, for almost seven years, To jump into a job that requires me to work 10 hours a day, six days a week with one day off. Now, I got to tell you, let me just back up here. I get two days off a week, but for those of you who know me, I'm not taking two days off. I don't need two days off a week. What I want to do is I want to perfect this new skill. When I look at it, car sales is no different than the guy who decides to climb Mount Everest, right? Here I am. There's the top up there. There's a couple guys in the shop who sell 20 plus cars a month. I haven't sold a single car yet. I'm still in training. What do you think my Mount Everest is? It's to get my numbers up there where those guys are. It's to join those guys at the top of that mountain. And how, how, how is it? Here's the big deal. How, is, how do you come to that realization that you can actually just... Set all your fears aside and just jump into something you know absolutely nothing about. Wow. That's where success begins. And if you can capture that in your life, I guarantee you, you are destined to become unstoppable. Let's talk about how I work through this process and more than that, how you can work through this process and develop habits that will drive your life forward like an ultrasonic jet. All right, let's talk about you. This is this story is all about you. And I know I tend to ramble on about what I'm doing, but this is really all about you, right? The question I need to ask you is, do you believe in yourself? When you wake up in the morning, you take a look at the things that you face, the challenges, I hope, not struggles, but the challenges you face in your life. Do you actually believe that you have what it takes to overcome them? Do you have the the reasons, the, the right reason for why you're waking up and why you're facing those challenges do you believe you can win there's nothing more defeating in life than than waking up or facing a challenge or an obstacle in your life and the first thought in your mind is oh my god i can't i can't do that i can't do that when you turn that thought around when you turn that around to all right bring it bring it all right. That's when you can start accomplishing things that you never thought possible. 
I don't, I, I, there's no doubt in my mind. If you ask me, there's no doubt in my mind. I'm going to be successful at this. Everyone I'm working with, and here, <laughs> this, is, this is what's really funny about this thing. So here I am, I'm in this car dealership, and I'm surrounded by people who are half my age. I think the closest to me is a guy, it's, his name's uh, Jerry, and he's, he's in his 50s, right? But everyone else is in their 30s, and, and they're kind of looking at me. I'm, I'll be 61, right? So they're, they're looking at me like, oh, that poor old guy. Oh, look at his wrinkled face. Oh, that poor old guy. Cool part about it is they don't know me. And you know, it's funny, is that's, that's, that even compounds how incredible this whole process is. Because let's face it, if I'm hanging out with everyone who knows me and I say, I'm gonna, like my kids, for instance, they, they weren't surprised by this. I mean, look at, looking at the history, right? But look at how cool it's going to be when I actually pull off what I'm trying to do. And how do I, how do, why do I, why can I predict that? People say, oh, you cocky. You ain't going to do that, but you're cocky. You're always walking around, running your head, saying shit, right? The reason I know that's going to happen is because I believe it's going to happen. In fact, I woke up this morning. I'm so excited about what the heck I'm going, what I have going on, and I'm already strategizing. This isn't, this isn't a struggle. I'm putting the pieces of the puzzle together in order to make it fit, to expedite this adventure to the point that I reach that goal sooner than even I expect. And where does that start? Just like for you, it starts by believing in yourself. It starts by believing that you can, even when the world is telling you you can't. Now, where the problem comes in is this isn't something we're taught. Sure, we all hear it. You know, people say, well, you can do anything you put your mind to. Really? How many of, how many of us actually believe that? And more than that, how many of us actually use that as the guidepost, the benchmark for how we make choices in our life? The truth is, it doesn't. That is that is possible, but that just saying it apparently doesn't work. I mean, take a look at your life. How many things would you like to do? How many things do you dream of doing that, if you really sit down and think about it, are never going to happen? And guess what? The sad part is the clock is ticking. The good news is. It can happen, but it has to start with you learning how to truly believe in you. Let's talk about how to make that work. All right, here's my plan. Apparently, I've been talking over a lot of people's heads. It's like, well, what the hell is he saying? Why is he saying that? What does that mean exactly? All right, let's, how do you make a sandwich? Let's start there. How do you make a sandwich? Let's say you want a lunch meat bologna sandwich. How do you make a sandwich? You go through the steps, right? There are steps to making a sandwich. Uh, let's see. You got to get the bread and the lettuce, whatever you want in your sandwich. Get the lunch meat. And then you get the bologna and the mayonnaise and the toppings. Maybe you want to slice some tomatoes. And then you get some chips to accent it, right? And, and there you are. You go through that process, right? And, and in, in a short amount of time... There you have a wonderful sandwich and you sit down with a cold beer, cold soda, whatever you drink, and you turn some TV on and you're sitting there on the on your TV tray and you're eating your sandwich. Do you ever get nervous or anxious about how to fix a sandwich? You know why? Because you know how, 
right? You when you sit when you wake up in the morning and it's it's eleven o'clock, twelve o'clock, one o'clock in the afternoon on a Sunday. You're getting ready to watch the game, and then you think, man, I'm hungry. And then there you are. You're like, you don't ever get nervous about making a something. You're like, oh my god, hey honey, I you know I'm I'm getting ready to make a sandwich. The reason that you're able to do that with no anxiety, no angst, no struggle is because you believe you can do it. You you and and partly that's that's because you've done it before. But how old were you when you started making your own sandwiches? Maybe your mom at about 5 years old said, "Get up here, get that stool up here, make you a peanut butter and jelly sandwich." And you you glob that peanut butter on and then you glob that jelly on and there's this big clump of peanut butter and jelly in the middle of the bread. You fold it over, you eat bread from both ends for about the first 5 minutes of that sandwich before you ever taste any peanut butter and jelly. But guess what? You don't have that problem now. You know how to make a sandwich. Why? Because even though that wasn't a perfect sandwich, when you was a little kid and your mom said, get up here, you're going to make your own sandwich. Guess what? You believed you could. You were right there. You're right there in the game with them. You're like, all right, I got this. Now, you might be wondering, how does that apply to this conversation? It's the same thing. We will do what we believe we can do. We will not do what we believe we can't do. But there's another side to this. Let's talk about failure. Let's talk about failure because failure has a big part in our ability to even start that ball rolling in the direction we want it to. When you think about making that sandwich, you don't go, "Oh my goodness, what if I what if I can't? What if I what if I fail?" I'm just going to jump right in here by admitting something. I want you to realize something. Uh, this week was has been a pretty good week. I've been floating on air. It's because, it. I mean, I don't know about you, but I really love learning. I love facing challenges. And like I said, this, this car sales thing is my Mount Everest right now. And I'm learning everything I can about it. I'm strategizing and planning. I'm building my own system for success, right? But it's not without failures. Now, so here's what happens. I, I'm cruising along, and apparently the cycle of of our day changes on Saturdays. There's no support staff. So on Saturday mornings, it's someone's responsibility to go unlock all the vehicles. Now, me having a week of experience... That kind of falls on me. I'm the new guy. And the, usually the bottom three new people are responsible for all the tasks that the superstars of sales don't want to do. So here I am. Now, understand Carvels has like 360 vehicles in inventory and about 220 of those are actually on the lot. And we have an assortment. We have some pretty cool cars. But so imagine what the process is for going unlocking those cars. You have to get a key for every vehicle in the morning and you have to organize those keys in a series so you can walk the lot and actually have the next key in order come up, right? And then you you hit the button, you open the door and hit the lock, uh, the unlock button just to make sure the car doesn't relock and then you go continue down the row. I'll tell you what, I failed so miserably at this. There's a gal there and she does it Monday through Friday and she's really good at it. I think think it probably takes her about 40 minutes to unlock every vehicle on the lot. So I'm out there and, and someone's showing me, and of course, there's some a list on the wall that you have to follow when you load the keys on this key ring that we have. 
I get out of sequence on the numbers. I'm not paying attention. Whatever the hell happened, I get out on the lot and I'm like trying to lock, unlock keys. It, it took me almost two hours to get all those vehicles unlocked. And of course, I'm the, I'm the new guy. I'm the old guy. And the superstars, they're like, they're like looking at me and they don't say anything. They're pretty nice guys, but you can, I mean, I don't know. I'm reading into it. Maybe it was all in my head, what I believe, but I'm thinking, oh, I suck. I suck. And then on top of it, there's a, there's a sale going on and, and the, and the salesman is thinking that I have the key to his vehicle because we open at eight o'clock in the morning and here I am at nine o'clock still fumbling to get the cars unlocked. So I am feeling about two inches tall. And what do I want to do? I'm thinking, oh, man, why am I doing this? I could just, I'm retired. I have an income. I don't need this job. That that failure could have derailed me. And the reason I'm sharing this with you is because when you step out there and you're you're taking your life in a new direction, you're taking your relationship in a new direction. Let's imagine for a second that you do want that great relationship with your partner and and you're sitting there and you're kind of scared because you want to approach them with listening to to reading uh, The Power of Vulnerability by Brene Brown, which is a an amazing book, by the way. It will definitely change your life if you're receptive to that. But you know, you're kind of scared because you know that you could fail at this, right? Or even something bigger than that. You're wanting to change careers and, and you're going to go back to school at night and your schedule's going to be loaded up. You're going to fail. But the key here is to believe in yourself enough to know that failure is just one more opportunity to succeed, I can't say for sure that the key thing's going to go better the next time I have to do it, which will be next Saturday. Does it make me nervous? Eh, nah, probably not so much anymore simply because, well, I know what it like, what it feels like to fail. And I guess the biggest thing, if that's what I have to do on Saturday mornings, I'm going to get on that task as soon as possible so I don't hold up my coworkers. I'm going to evaluate it and maybe figure out a better way to do it. And I might still fail. But I believe that I will be able to overcome that. I believe that in the scale of all the things I've done in my life, organizing a bunch of keys and then going through them and opening car doors with them is not among the, the hurdles that are going to cause me to step away, right? Accept your failure. Accept the fact that, like me, Anytime you step out in some new endeavor, there are going to be things that you do or things you fail to do that are going to set you back and they're going to cause you to question why you're doing it. How do you get over that? How do, how do you stay moving forward when everything you're doing in the first half, when you first start out, is sucking so bad that you feel about two inches tall and you just want to run and hide in the closet? Let's talk about how to step out into the light even when you're failing. Did I mention that I'm going to be the best salesman Carville's has ever had? That's right. And it, the reason I can say that is because I believe in myself enough to know that no matter what hurdle I face, no matter how many times I fail, I'm going to get back up and I'm going to do it again. And I'm going to evaluate why I failed and I'm going to take action to correct that. 
I'm thinking about that key thing, the fact that I screwed up. It took me almost two hours to open doors on a on on cars on an auto on a dealership lot. Right. I went to the general manager. I says, listen, man, I'll clean toilets. I hate opening cars. He looks at me, he goes, what? Oh, it was terrible. The most traumatic experience of my damn life. The way for you to ov- overcome those failures that cause you to have doubts about what you are able to do is to create a story around it that tells you and reminds you that yes you can and that failure is a part of success and I know for some of you if you're not in the habit of developing that strategy for overcoming those hurdles what usually happens uh, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna go to school I want to get out of this lame construction I'm I don't want to pour concrete anymore I want my family's starving right I'm gonna do something else right but then of course you, you, you I mean it's like can we really do it can I can I really like go to work eight hours a day and then come home and study and then have to go to class four nights a week for like two years to become an RN or four years to become a bachelor degree or an LPN or RN, right? Whatever the goal is, oh, no, no, I don't want to get started and fail. So what happens? You don't start. The way for getting that ball rolling is to create a story around it that's so great and to continually remind yourself of that, of where you're going to the point that where you are begins to suck. I'm thinking about what I'm doing. I'm RVing and my life is great, but I'm thinking, oh, you know, this ain't crap. I'm going to go out there and do something new. I'm going to, and of course, for me, I'm kind of a, I got a fighter mentality. Don't challenge me. Don't tell me I can't. And I walk into that dealership and I'm out there at seven o'clock locking cars because I'm the new guy and everybody else is inside kicking it, waiting, waiting to close. And there I am. You know what I'm thinking? I'm thinking, oh, this is like a this is like a quasi MMA fight. I'm uh, it's me against them when it comes to winning. Right. When I have 20 cars a month or 30 cars a month in sales, all of a sudden I'm going to be kicking it in there drinking coffee. And that makes it easy for me to climb over that key failure. Oh, I suck, right? You got to create a story around your your desires, around you got to believe in yourself to such a degree that when you you wake up at night thinking about success, you wake up at night thinking about how you're going to accomplish this amazing thing that you've decided to set your mind to. And let me just assure you, I want to say this because it's really important. I will assure you that you are not going to get one ounce of support from most of the people you tell. And the reason for that isn't because they don't love you, isn't because they don't care about you. The reason you're not going to get any support is because when you step out and you say, I'm going to school or I'm going to become a better husband or I'm going to do whatever I'm going to do, by agreeing with you and supporting you, it causes them to have to look at themselves and go, hum, why aren't I doing that? I'm sure everyone that ever that he listens to this podcast, why in the hell would you go to a used car dealership? There can't be a job worse than that, right? Ah, uh, you're not gonna make it. That's what the that's that's what the youngsters at the top of the at top of the food chain in that dealership are thinking. They're thinking, who is this old guy? But you know, the cool thing about it is I know what I've done in my life. I know the hurdles I've faced in my life. Selling cars, 
Selling cars is about doing the best you can for your customers. Selling cars is about making friends out of strangers who walk onto that lot and they don't feel pressured. You're trying to give them what you want. You work for them. You work with them and you make it happen. It's about helping people get what they want. And when you do that enough and you reach out enough and you make people feel good about that experience, guess what happens? They tell their friends about it and they say, hey, you know, I met this guy, Chris Hawk is. He's, a, he's got all this stuff. He's a podcaster. He wrote a book. He's doing all this crazy stuff and he's selling cars. And in talking to him, I realize he's one hell of a nice guy. And why do I think that's going to happen? Because I believe in it. I believe in myself so much that failure is simply not an option. And the cool part about that is, if you're, unless you're in that same mindset, unless you're in that ma- same, have that same attitude toward rocking your world in that way, you can't compete with someone like me who has a mindset that's so determined based on the fact that... It's not a matter of if, it's just a matter of when. Acquire enough information and you can accomplish anything, right? Think about it. Can you imagine when Elon Musk was a little kid, he's over there playing with his cars or watching movies about the shuttle? And I'm I'm being hypothetical here, of course, but can you imagine? All of a sudden, he got an idea in his head that he could create a, uh, an amusement park centered around a spaceship that sends people to the, uh, to the stratosphere. He created electric cars, electric self driving he didn't create just he didn't just create a car he created a car where you can actually fall asleep and the car will continue to drive stop brake turn and it doesn't burn fuel can you imagine 30 years ago anyone would suggest such a thing be like well uh, it's a it's a possibility but i i really i don't believe i don't believe it's going to happen or maybe maybe here's here's a good example orville wright the wright brothers Oh, man, them, them Orville's, they done lost their minds. They're out there trying to fly. Who ever heard of such a thing, right? God, that is just wasting their life away. I mean, these stories continue. And what's the common denominator in every one of them? The people who accomplished immense success in their lives began by believing in themselves. The people who have been able to change our world, to change the trajectory of the life our children and our grandchildren will live, started by believing in themselves, especially when the world was mocking them and sneering at them or standing over behind the counter trying to figure out who that old guy is who's decided he's going to start selling cars. If you don't think you can, you won't. If you're waiting for the world to tell you you can, you won't. The only way you can take your life from where it is now to where you want it to be is when you start believing in you. Oh, man, I'll tell you what, I'm on a soapbox today. Got a lot of energy for this. I'll tell you what, I we've been on vacation, and I've been doing a lot of stuff. I'm kind of energized by the fact that my schedule has shrunk down to basically one day a week. 
All of the stuff that I was doing over the course of seven days has now been shrunk down because I'm working 60 hours a week. And I say working, but actually what I'm doing is I'm hanging out, meeting people, talking to people, having fun, enjoying that experience. And that's fuel for me that drives me. But I find there's, there's, there's energy in the challenge of climbing to the top of that mountain. That's why people climb Everest. That's why someone wants to break the land speed record. That's why you grab a hold of that bar with an extra 20 pounds on it and you don't and you believe you can lift it, right? I've got a friend, Nick Nelson. He's rocking it. He's a power lifter, 500 pounds, 600 pounds, ungodly amounts of weight. How does he get that off of the ground? How does he compel himself to pick that much weight up? He believes he can. Even when he fails, he goes back to that bar and he believes he can. And guess what? He does. The question I'm going to ask you is a simple one. Do you believe in you? Do you believe that you can accomplish anything? Do you have things cooking in your life that you want and that you focus on to such a degree that even when you know failure is part of that success, you're willing to take action and move forward on it? I hope so. I hope this has helped you. I hope you're energized and driven to go ahead and step outside your box and improve something about your life and make it better. That's my goal for you. So, hey, listen, I, I really appreciate you showing up. I appreciate you jumping in here, tuning in with me. I wake up every day and I'm inspired by the life I live and the opportunity to live it. I hope I'm giving you some of that. I hope I'm lifting you up and helping you achieve your own goals. I'd love to hear from you. I, I'd love for you to share, like, uh uh, both the studio podcast and of course your best life defined live and then i have the rv survival guy both live and on tiktok go check me out reach out to me if you have questions or concerns if there are things you're trying to figure out in your life reach out to me there is a number of ways you can contact me at your best life defined at gmail.com you can contact me at the rv survival guy oh here's one for you before i go Look for Chris Hawkes, the car guy, on TikTok, on Facebook, on social media. I'm going to be posting vehicle deals, talking about what I'm doing on the car lot. As all, And again, this is all a part of me believing that I can succeed. Pick your destination. Believe you can do it. I guarantee you'll get there. Until next time, have a wonderful day. Don't forget to launch every moment from kindness. My name is Chris Hawkes, and this is your best life defined.